0: It is BS.show. That's who we are. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. And together, when we get together, we make BS. Do you ever see old ads and you start to scratch your head and you go like, man, you couldn't get away with that anymore? All the time. I saw this ad. Matter of fact, I I, I looked at it again a couple minutes ago. It's an ad by the Auto Ordnance Corporation. Okay? You don't know who the Auto Ordnance Corporation is. The AOC? Yeah. AOC, right? Actually, it's in New York. AOC. Okay? This is an ad that's probably from the late, the mid to late 20s, okay? And it's an ad for the Thompson submachine gun, (laughs) okay? Awesome. And it has a picture of a cowboy on his porch. It's like porch of his house, ranch house. And he's being attacked by guys and horses. And it literally is showing, it's like a drawing. It's showing him mowing down these guys with his submachine gun. The horses, some of the horses are laying on their side. There's men being shot off of horses. Once again, this was an ad that was in a magazine, okay? This is not like some crazy weird ad. And it starts off, it says, the, uh, the ideal weapon for protection of large estates, ranches, plantations, etc. A combination machine gun and semi-automatic shoulder rifle in the form of a pistol. A compact, tremendously powerful, yet simply operated machine gun, weighing only 7 pounds and having only 30 parts. Full automatic, fired from the hip, 1,500 shots per minute. Semi-automatic, fired with a stock and fired from the shoulder, 50 rounds per minute. Magazines hold fifteen hundred cartridges. And it says, information and prices promptly supplied on request. Back in the day, if you had enough money, because the Thompson machine guns were always very expensive, you could call, or as matter of fact, they give an address, it shows um, 302 North Broadway, New York City, and the cable address is, you can send them a cable, the, the cable address is auto DCO, A-U-A-U-T-O-D-C-O. that's a cable address. You could cable them, or you could send them a letter and put a check in it and say, I would like you to send me that Thompson submachine gun. And they would say, "Okay, fine." They would get your letter and your check and they would send out your Thompson submachine gun.
1: They wouldn't let you pay cash?
0: <laughs> well, I guess you I, mean, I don't know how you, you I guess you could send cash. Or credit. You could well they didn't, have they didn't have credit back cards then. back. Kind of
1: sounds like our landlords, doesn't but, it? But
0: well, but see, here we go again. This is a situation like when you think about this, how crazy is this? If you go back in old Sears catalogs and not that far back, yeah. They have guns. They you, do. That you could order, they did. that you could order, you could send in, you could send, you could, you know, mail in your check, you know, you you you'd fill out the order form in the back of the catalog, you'd rip it out and you'd put it in an envelope, you'd put your check in there and then like a week later a gun would show up at your door. I told the story, my dad went to Beaumont High School in North City. My dad was in the gun club and once a week after school they had target practice in the school building said there was some kind of a place where there was like a an attic or something like that it was like a it was like a mechanical room on the third floor of the high school or something like that and they set up targets at one end of this room and my dad would walk to school carrying his rifle now, think about that for a minute Rock
1: on, <laughs> in
0: north city if some kids walk into school with his rifle the SWAT team shows up now you know what i mean i oh, mean yeah. and they surround him and the helicopters come and you know the whole bit you know and I'm going like, God, this is so bizarre. You know? And it's to the point nowadays where guns are so polarizing. If you say to someone, I have my concealed carry permit and I carry, some people go, I want nothing to do with you. you know? And then other people will say like, wow, that's great. Now, what's interesting to me is over the past 10 years, you know, the, lo- the, the quickest growing segment of the gun market, you know who that is? What? Women.
1: Yes, I believe that.
0: I mean, women, it's crazy. I mean, I'm not saying it's crazy bad. I'm saying for a long time it was like, well, if you're a man, you had a gun, but a woman would never have a gun unless it was some, you know, grandma in in like in some cowboy, you know, movie where, you know, the the Indians are coming to get her and she's standing at the door with a shotgun, you know, a double-barreled sawed-off shotgun. Now it's to the point where, like, you go to some of these classes, you know, these concealed carry classes, mostly women in the classes. You go to, like, the shooting ranges – a lot of women there. I told you the story about taking my daughter to shoot, didn't I? No. She got oh. mad She got mad at me because all three of my sons were in town. We were going to go to the shooting range. And she got mad because I wasn't taking her. I go, hey, you can come. It doesn't bother me. And we had a good time. And she was really good. She was a good shot. I don't think she'd ever shot before. Can you believe that? She's married to a country boy, and she'd never shot a gun before. What the heck's wrong with that? You know, what country boy doesn't have 22 guns and hasn't been shooting since he's been six months old? You know what I'm saying? Yes. You're too agreeable this morning. Too agreeable this morning. Okay. I am? Um, Seriously, yes. Seriously. (laughs) I read this story. I heard about this um, the other day, and I read the story again yesterday because there's another death. And I will tell you up front that I'm not a drug guy. I came up in the radio business when the um, currency in the radio business was cocaine. If you were a record promoter and you wanted to get your record played on the radio, you just stopped by the station and dropped off the cocaine to the music director. And, and
1: green M&M's.
0: Well, I don't know about green M&M's, but that was, that was how you got things done. And if you go back and watch the old Miami Vice shows, that's all they're talking. It's all drug cartels. It's all the guys you know, you know, getting cocaine at the United States and stuff like that. Okay, Now it's fentanyl, and it's still cocaine. This is this bizarre story. Now it's what? Fentanyl and cocaine. And a yeah. lot of times they're cutting the cocaine with fentanyl, you know. And fentanyl is ultimately what what killed I Thought
1: it was a patch.
0: No, it's 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 not a patch. I mean, fentanyl it, patch. I think it can be a patch, but most of the time it's yeah. like it's like a powder or something like that. It is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. I yeah. don't
1: know. I've only seen the patches. Okay. David had them.
0: Okay. Seven people have died in two apartment buildings in the Central West End.
1: That is so sad.
0: Seven people, six of them died, pretty much immediately, and the seventh one died yesterday. And this is from this is a, a, a story from Channel Five. Uh, come on, my my computer is going to screw up again here. Where is it? Um, they've 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 tracked all these cases back to one woman. Chuni Ann Reed has been charged with distribution of crack cocaine base and fentanyl, which led to several overdoses. Oh, hold on a minute. I got to sneeze. Hold on.
1: Yeah, fentanyl. Those those um, overdoses are, are like a real thing with fentanyl.
0: Here's the story from yesterday from KSDK. A woman has been charged after at least seven people fatally overdosed in St. Louis Central West End Saturday. Chuni Ann Reed was charged with distribution of crack cocaine, base, and fentanyl, which led to several overdoses, in, uh, according to an affidavit. Seven people died from suspected fentanyl overdoses in a two-block section of Forest Park Avenue between Taylor and Boyle. Emergency responders were called there at about 3 a.m. Saturday morning. Um, police said the victims who died and included man unknown age, woman unknown age, two men in their 40s, two men in their 50s, a man in his 60s. Two other men were also suspected of overdosing, were taken to a hospital, but survived. Police said one man in his 50s and the other in his 60s. The majority of the calls for service were made b- within a roughly 10 and a half hour window. According to a press release from the state's attorney, Surveillance video showed a man entering Reed's apartment, then leaving minutes later to return to his own apartment. He was later found dead inside the apartment. A pipe with trace amounts of suspected controlled substance was also found in the apartment, the release said. She's selling this, I mean, nasty stuff, and seven people in two apartment buildings died. Within
1: How did they find out all seven people? Did they go to the, all the doors?
0: Well, apparently, this one guy, they, I think the story just said that they have surveillance video of him going to this lady's apartment and he he goes in he's in there for a few minutes comes back out and then 10 hours later he's dead so they're going like okay and and she somewhat admitted to that selling it i don't know i didn't read the entire story i'm not gonna read on the entire air it goes on and on and on but she admitted to the fact that yes she was selling because she was taking the money to fund her own habit she was like you know hooked to what fund her own habit she, in other words she was taking oh, okay. she was taking Got the it. profits yeah, I thought you said no she, else. she was <laughs> taking the profits of the drugs she was selling and buying right. her own drugs so that's what she was doing she was essentially you know
1: is she taking her own stuff
0: yeah she was but uh, see you know think about this for a minute i've never understood this and this is one of the things that that always turn me off about the drug culture. How do you know what you're getting? I know that sounds like I'm Brad the nerd boy, you know, and I guess I am the Brad because the nerd boy. Because you
1: go strictly by um, rightfully prescribed medication.
0: Well, but once again, I mean, I don't understand why you trust people like that. How do you know what's in it? Yeah, how do you know that there's not rat poison in it? How do you know it's not some crazy weirdo that, that normally, you know, I mean, like you hear all these cases about people that, you know, buy cocaine and it's got something else in it it kills them and stuff like that. I don't get it. I'll never understand it. And I guess I have to tell you, I'm lucky enough that I have I have my addictions. I have my addictions to to Mountain Dew, my addictions to Little Debbie's, my addictions to hamburgers and French fries, you know, and I pay a price for that because... When I've got my addiction under control, I lose weight because I can lose weight with fast food. But when I don't have my addiction under control, I gain weight. And the crazy thing about it is if I get off my fast food diets, and I'm on another one right now, but I can't tell you about it yet because I'm still working on finishing that off. Uh, But when I'm on my fast food diets, I can lose weight really quickly. But then I go off of it and I eat regular food, I just pack it on like that, bang. like I gain five five pounds in a week, easy, easy, nothing to it. And that's eating regular food, quotes. And what's funny about you know, people talk about, you eat nothing but junk. Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? I'm an old guy. I take no medication. Last time I went to the doctor. You really don't. Last time I went to the doctor, my heart rate was 48. You know? <laughs> and i go like, Doc, I don't know if that's good. He goes, you know, if you're a marathon runner, you know what your heart rate would be? I go, I don't know. He says, 48. I go, I'm not a marathon runner. He says, you're in great shape. Don't worry about it. Listen to my heart. Everything's fine. You're good. I don't take any medication. I take nothing, and I know people who are younger than me that, like, you know, if they don't have their ten bottles of pills, you know, they can't they can't go through a day. I'm going like, God, I'm the luckiest guy in the world, but yet nobody believes me that that's all I eat. I eat fast food, little Debbie's. As a matter of fact, in front of me I have my Diet Pepsi, I have my little Debbies that I ate between breaks. I have uh, I, I love mountain Dew to this day I've loved Mountain Dew I remember the first time I ever had Mountain Dew as a kid I thought to myself oh my god this is the nectar of the gods you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you I've been hooked ever since and if you remember Mountain Dew originally remember the original commercials it was like it was like sort of like white lightning kind of stuff Yahoo Mountain dew yeah and had like and it had a had a like a, a hillbilly like shooting a gun boom Yahoo wahoo. let me see if I can find do you, you remember those commercials I don't. Hold on, let me find one. Uh, da, 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 da. You know, back in the day, here let me find yeah, old. Here let me see go. Old Mountain Dew. Now it's got to be like you know, cool. Old uh, Mountain Dew. Do here we go. Old Mountain Dew commercial. Uh, yeah, here we go. Here's first Mountain Dew soda TV commercial. Hillbilly. Okay, hold on. Let me play this. If I get this word, uh, Verbo commercial is going to come up first. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm done. Okay, here we go. Listen, here we go. Turkey shoot, cuz Luke were not worth the hoop. He was hopeless till he finally took the cue. Yahoo! Dew! Now he shoots off the cup. It's more enough after nipping at that good old Mountain Dew. Sure is shooting. There's a bang in every bottle of our delicious soft drink, Mountain Dew. It'll tickle your inner. <laughs> Can you believe how their market has changed through the years? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's changed a little bit.
0: <laughs> They're shooting guns, and, the, and you, you have to watch that commercial. Here, I'll send you that commercial. You have to yeah, see it. Do. Where, where, what's interesting is the woman looks like one of the Flintstone girls. You know, like in a little skimpy little outfit. You know, stuff like that. And Wilma. Yeah, or looks, Betty? It, no, I mean, you know, well, they both had. Wilma's they, a ginger. Well, they were both sort of shapely women. Okay, um, and, and 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 I'm telling you, my earlier years, I would I liked Wilma quite a bit, but that's a whole other story. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, there are two good looking dudes who are courting her and the guy who gets her hand, he takes off his hat and he's got a bottle of Mountain Dew under his hat and she grabs the bottle of Mountain Dew and she she yeah, she yeah yells Yahoo Mountain Dew and then she picks him up and hugs him. Ah. Where are you? There you are right there. Are you
1: going to send it to me? Yeah,
0: I'm sending it to you right now. See that's the original TikTok, Brad. That's the original Mountain Dew commercials, you know. And now it's like do the do, you know. It's got all these guys on skateboards, you know. They're all young guys. These are old Hoosier well, boys. Well, it's, it's changed hit, over the years. It'll tickle your innards. It'll tickle your innards, and that has a trademark on it. It'll tickle your, your innards. God, how things change. I still love Mountain Dew. Can I, can I tell you? I knew where I was when I had my first Mountain Dew. Where I was, I was five years old, and my mom used oh, to she's... take it.
1: Hold
0: on. Somebody calling you? <laughs> Your Ronco okay. Foldomatic is going off. What are you doing?
1: What a hillbilly!
0: Oh, now you're playing the commercial. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to stop it.
0: <laughs> oh my! <laughs> is that classic or what? Is gal getting good on Mountain Dew.
1: Mountain Dew. Yeah. That was her. Oh my. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that not going anywhere this, you know, now.
0: Yes, that would be... The the women's group would be protesting that commercial because she's hardly got any clothes on, you know, right? I mean, she's scantily clad, so to speak. Am I correct when I say that? You saw the commercial, yes. right? And she's got, like, no clothes on. And and the ugly little, little, little short guy gives her the bottle of Mountain Dew, and that's the guy she's in love with now because... The
1: hillbilly?
0: Well, they're all hillbillies. <laughs> they're like, you know, I wonder... Yeah, she looks
1: like Daisy Duke.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. She's like very attractive young lady with not too much clothing on, right?
1: <laughs> she is scantily clad.
0: Yes, and that's a Mountain Dew commercial. I have to go find out what year that is. No, I can tell you when I had my first Mountain Dew, I was in a shoe store in North City. My mom used to always take us into the city. Because we lived in Jennings at the time, imagine you're living in Jennings. We lived in Jennings at the time. We, actually, I, w- I lived in North City for a while, believe it or not. If you can, you know that's great. People talk about, look, you lived in North City. Yep, live right down from the Chevy plant. Uh, if you know where that was. Um, and <laughs> my mom used to take her to the shoe store, and they had a soda machine there. And I'd seen these ads on TV, and I said, Mom, 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 I think I was like five years old. I go, Mom, can I have a Mountain Dew? And I don't, I don't I don't know if I like that soda. Ma, I remember this whole conversation. I swear this is a true story. And I because it made it such an impact on I me. Mean, so finally she gives me like a dime. I think soda was like a dime. And it was one of those machines that had like the soda, you pulled it out like there were holes and you grabbed the soda and you pulled it out through the hole, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. And and then you had the bottle opener on the side of the machine. I opened it up and I drank that Mountain Dew and I said to myself, Man, I am hooked. When I get to be an old man, 86, when I have that morning show on radio with Shelly, I'm going to be drinking Mountain Dew. That's what I said to myself.
1: (laughs) Maybe that was your nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, that was.
0: 746. 746.